Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to episode four of Culture Conversations, the bi-weekly podcast where we talk about topical pop culture topics. Uh, we bring something to the table. As always, I'm your host, Miranda Manier. I'm a multimedia reporter with the Columbia Chronicle. I am here today with... Uh, Micah Thurston. I'm the advertising manager for the Chronicle. And I'm Mike, and I'm a staff photographer. All right. Well, I have something I definitely want to talk about today. Um, so, earlier this week, Monday, October 8th, Taylor Swift posted on her Instagram encouraging her followers to register to vote and expressing her support for Democratic nominees in Tennessee, which is where she's from. Um, she has always been like really noticeably silent on political issues. Um, she got a lot of backlash for it in the 2016 election. Um, people thought, I mean, because she's kind of spoken out on some social issues, like the Me Too movement and gun violence and LGBTQ rights, people assumed that she was left-leaning, so they thought it was irresponsible of her to not ever, like, put her weight behind any candidate. Um, and so it was a really big deal when she did this. And afterwards, there were 156,000 unique page views on vote.org, which is a website she directed people to in her Instagram post. There were 65,000 new registered voters within the 24 hours after her post. And um, really notably, there were 2,144 registered voters in Tennessee, which is compared to the 2,811 voters throughout the, the month of September. Um, so she clearly has a lot of influence. Um, and I thought that was really interesting because <coughs> I think that's not something I really ever think about, like how much pull celebrities have. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, people are saying like it was irresponsible of her not to speak out beforehand. And I don't know. I guess I, I'm just like, what are your thoughts to that? What, what, are, what are your responses? Um, well, for me, I do understand why some celebrities don't speak out on political issues, but I think because they have such a huge platform, it's kind of their responsibility to, yeah. especially with someone who has such a young audience um, in regards to Taylor Swift. Um, I don't know, like Chance the Ra someone like Chance the Rapper, he's very, very political. Um, he rallies people to vote all the time, and he gets very involved in Chicago politics, and that's just kind of the brand that he's created for himself. Um, I think that some celebrities are nervous that people won't separate their political views from their art. Um, for example, like I can't Im like with Lady Gaga. There's the Lady Gaga that's a performer on stage, like she's a completely different person in my mind yeah. than the Lady Gaga that's like in film and like with her brown hair and like she's just she's just a person. But like with Lady Gaga, she's on stage and like she's she's a different person. Does that make sense? Yeah, it and does. I feel like they're nervous that they'll ruin their on stage a brand or image. Mm -hmm. um, so like as an artist, you want to separate. Your, the art from the artist, but I don't know. For me, I, I don't understand why anyone wouldn't want to speak their beliefs and speak their truth and rally young people. Yeah. What yeah. do you think, Mike? I don't know. I, I think I've always been confused by um, people saying that, like, oh, I don't want to listen, or, like, celebrities shouldn't speak their, like, political minds. And 
I think maybe a lot of that comes from people who don't necessarily agree with the ideas that the these celebrities are putting out there. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's where that criticism comes from. But I mean, if you have a platform that can make a difference, like I don't. Which hers apparently really yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I don't see why you wouldn't want to try to make that difference. Like, yeah. if you, like if you have the opportunity, you would think you would want to do something about it and kind of like take hold of your power to make change. So. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, I don't, um, despite like my political beliefs, I don't think that I would ever not want someone to share their political beliefs. Like say Taylor Swift was advocating for right wing mm -hmm. politicians. Um, I would still want her to like speak out on what she believes in, you know, regardless of of if I agree or not. Um, I don't know. Just celebrities should use their voice. They yeah, I agree. Them. I think that like it, it lets us have a conversation at least. Mm -hmm. Like, <clears throat> I think say she did speak out on right wing issues, and actually to use someone who is speaking out on right wing issues, Kanye West, um, just yeah. met with Donald Trump. He's he's kind of come out as conservative, and um, he's getting a lot of flack for it, but I, I think it's interesting because, and I, I mean, who knows what Kanye's intentions are, and a lot of people are theorizing that he's, like, doing some kind of Trojan horse situation, <laughs> um, but I, I think that, um, yeah, so I, I think that it's interesting because he has so many followers and fans of his music who disagree with his perspective. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he is being so outspoken is giving people a chance to kind of mm -hmm. be like, well, Kanye, we think you're wrong, and here's why. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he's going to be receptive to that, and I don't know if he will listen to that, but it gives, it gives people a chance to have a conversation, mm -hmm. at least. Um, and he actually, I mean... What is kind of disappointing to me, and I'm, I have mixed feelings about it, but it was like you said, like, celebrities are kind of risking their chance to have a platform when they speak out on political beliefs. Um, like when Kanye went on a very conservative rant at the end of um, the SNL episode the other week when he was the musical guest, they, they took him off air. They didn't let any of his speech go to air. Um, and, I mean, I, I think that that was probably for the best, but... I also think that it's kind of dangerous territory in taking away people's abilities to speak their minds. Um, mm -hmm. it then, because then that will encourage celebrities to think that they can't talk about these things, when I, I don't think that's the message that should be sent, personally. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation that could be had about censorship and public image, I guess, yeah. um, about how celebrities want to be perceived and how they and how their fans want to perceive them could be two very different things yeah. especially in Kanye's case because mm -hmm. like you said I mean most of his fans don't agree with everything that he's saying and it, I don't know it's just it's it's an interesting new I guess conversation to have especially in the current political climate yeah um yeah I don't so one of the things that's like frustrating to me is that people are saying oh Kanye like should ha have his opinion and he should but I don't think he should be protected from facing backlash like yeah if his sales drop because he offended 
half of the country, then yes. his sales drop. That's just yeah. something that you have to deal with. Um, yes, there's freedom of speech, but you're not protected from consequences in the real world. You're just protected by the law. So. Yeah, exactly. And I think that like no celebrity has, they're not entitled to a platform. Mm -hmm. Like. If they, especially if it's on issues that could be damaging to people, like if it's social issues that could result in people's rights being taken away, like that kind of thing, mm -hmm. then yeah, maybe, maybe don't let them have a platform anymore mm -hmm. if they're spreading that kind of belief. But yeah. I don't know. It's really it's a tricky thing. Like it's a matter of um, letting them speak their minds, but also being aware of the consequences of that. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that you mentioned Chance the Rapper, too, because something that I thought was kind of interesting and also Kanye-related, not to keep talking about Kanye, <laughs> We're talking about Kanye a lot today, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, his collaboration with Chance on his new album, or on mm -hmm. Chance's new album, mm -hmm. and like I'm curious to see if fans will not be as drawn to Chance for his collaboration with Kanye. And, and like, we kind of talked about this on a past episode, like if Kanye approaches you as an artist and is like, hey, I want to yeah. work together, like, are you going to do it just because of who he is? Or are you mm -hmm. going to say no because you don't agree with his yeah. beliefs? I don't know, it's just like a, I don't know. And Chance has said so many times that like Kanye is one of his idols. Right, yeah. right. He, I don't blame him for working with Kanye. Like. With Chance, like, Chance is so adorable, like, he's so, hum yeah. he's such a humble celebrity, like, he'll let you know, like, I love this person, like, he'll freak out over Beyonce and stuff like that, so, I completely understand why he's working with Kanye, like, to him, that's, like, his idol, so. And, to be honest, he doesn't, like, I don't think that he has it much at stake as if it were a smaller artist, because it's Chance, he already has such a big following that no one's gonna be like, well, if Chance is doing that, that means he's condoning Kanye's actions. Like, no, he's probably just doing it because he really likes Kanye's music. And mm -hmm. Yeah. Good cool. stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. Micah, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, so transitioning from Kanye to Kanye. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about a, the same thing, but in a different route, I guess. Um, so we all know that Kanye has been exhibiting some pretty radical or um, different behaviors, behaviors. I think that Kanye has always been outspoken. I think he's always had been a very controversial figure. Um, he, but I don't think he's ever been as political as he has been before. You know, we we've seen him openly advocating for Trump. We've had his comments on TMZ interviews, which we don't need to rehash. Um, we've had his SNL rant. So Kanye has been very controversial the past few months and years or whenever this all started. But um, recently after his SNL rant, um, Pete Davidson of SNL, during an SNL skit, how many times did I just say SNL? <laughs> um, basically, uh, well, on his own rant, I guess, in a very comedic manner, which it was really funny, but I personally didn't agree with all of it. Uh, Pete Davidson talked about how, well, Kanye is just acting out because he of his mental illness, hmm. and I don't know if it's appropriate to say that Kanye, or at least to make the assumption that Kanye is acting this way because he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, 
and now he's saying that he was diagnosed incorrectly. So he, who even knows if he has bipolar disorder? But um, a lot of people have been questioning Kanye's sanity. And although he's saying like very outspoken things, I don't know if it's appropriate to say that's like related to his mental health. What do you guys think? Do you think this is an okay I think thing to make or say? It's really tricky because like, I mean, first, I know Pete Davidson also has bipolar. So, like, correct? It's bipolar, I believe. I, he has borderline personality borderline. disorder. Borderline, okay, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, um, so maybe he's, he's thinking that, like, he can, he can spot someone who is going through the same things he's going through. Mm -hmm. But, um, I have to cut the skin Why? Um, okay. I think that he's probably trying to spot like someone who's going through the same things that he's familiar with, um, but it's not necessarily his place to do that. However, if that is what is going on with Kanye, I don't believe in pinning it on his mental illness because, like, as someone who struggles with mental illness, and I know that this is like a conversation that many people have, you you are still accountable for your actions. Mm -hmm. Like, just because he may have bipolar does not mean that he doesn't need to be responsible and mm -hmm. like realize the weight of his words. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. I like if that's what's going on. Okay, but he still needs to be an adult and, like, hold himself accountable. And one of the things that Pete Davidson said was he quoted Kanye apparently saying that he's off his meds mm -hmm. and that this is the real him and, like, he doesn't yeah. want to be on medication. And Pete Davidson was like, take your meds. Like, you need them. And I don't know. It's just a lot. Mike, yeah. what do you think? Uh, there's a lot going on. I mean, Pete Davidson kind of has a, like, he's he's had his, he's been in the news for his own reasons in the past, too, yeah. I guess. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's a very complex issue, especially with everything that's going on. Um, just it, it's a very complicated kind of a kind of a tricky waters to navigate. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I guess the argument that I'm trying to make is one, I don't want people to feel like they don't have to be held accountable for their actions because of their mental illnesses. And yeah. two, I don't want people to manifest um, radical behaviors or relate them to mental illnesses. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't conflate those things. Yeah. yeah. it's I, I don't know. It's kind of insulting to people who also, like, it's insulting to other people who have bipolar disorder to be like, oh, you're crazy. You're acting crazy. Yeah. It's like, they... They already know that they struggle with those things, so they don't need to be like made to feel like they're crazy. Yeah, yeah. and you're right. You don't need to like associate all of these perhaps radical things with whatever mm -hmm. mental mm -hmm. illness a person has. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that's because I mean that that changes the whole image of of, of whatever mental illness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the and it's, is to me, it's not from. even the fact that Kanye's advocating for Donald Trump and a, a, a right-wing administration or beliefs or whatever. It's the fact that it was such a sudden flip in what we've seen from him that's right. making it, like, questionable and, like, 
why people are, at least for me, why I'm confused as to, like, what's really going on with Kanye, because it, yeah. it was just not something that we expected. But like we said earlier, he's he's allowed to have his beliefs, and I support him speaking out on his beliefs, yeah. whether or not I agree with them um, altogether, but um, it's just this flip of, like, yeah. that was confusing to me. Yeah, that has been really confusing. I think that's why he's probably getting so much backlash from fans, because I think they knew him to be one person, and the fact that he is now addressing all these things from a completely different angle, as yeah. if he's a totally different person, yeah. like, perhaps that's why Pete Davidson was making the association with Bipolar. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking, yeah. too, but at the same time, I just don't think it's, like, appropriate really. to make that assumption. I don't know. It makes you wonder, like, what is maybe potentially happening with Kanye and his family behind the scenes, like, mm. that you don't know, like, what, like, why the sudden flip, like, what's actually mm -hmm. going on, like, Miranda, like, you kind of mentioned before, like, this Trojan horse idea, like, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I, I do want to expand on that if people I don't, don't know that. what this theory is, <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> some people really believe that Kanye is, like, he's, he's kind of d trying to do, like, an inside job kind of thing like he's trying to get Donald Trump's trust and like get oh. in the inner circle and then he's gonna try and like radicalize him and actually bring out his real beliefs um I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> might be I like yeah that's it honestly Kanye is a wild person and I kind of would believe that <laughs> but I don't know like it's yeah, <laughs> that's what that theory is, basically, if you don't know. I mean, that kind of makes sense. In his TMZ interview, he specifically said, like, Donald Trump is a very, very powerful person, so how is it going to help us to say... Can I swear? No. Okay. <laughs> how is it going to be helpful for us to say, F you, um, when we could build a relationship with him and speak to him about our ideas? Yeah. Um, but then, now... so. With him saying that, it sounds more like he was trying to become Donald Trump's friend to advocate for things that Donald Trump doesn't typically advocate for. But now, with his like him wearing the "Make America Great Again" hat again and saying it makes him feel like a superhero, like yeah. that's that's completely that com went completely left. Like, exactly. Like, <laughs> if that's actually the case, it's a pretty bold strategy. Yeah, yeah. We'll if he's acting, he's doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. I, I really, like, what it comes down to for me is, like, I don't think it was Pete Davidson's place to make that call. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if that's the case, hold him accountable, but, like, I don't know if we should make assumptions about that stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. People can argue, like, oh, it's just comedy, but, like, we know that people use comedy to, like, say yeah. real-world things. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Like... What do you want to talk about? More Kanye? We're not talking about Kanye anymore. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Put this in a timestamp in the caption. Like, you don't want to listen to Kanye. You don't want to hear about so. Kanye. <laughs> so, I, I, I was very intrigued by the announcement of an Amy Winehouse hologram tour that is in the works. And uh, according to this Pitchfork article on the tour, it says... Quote, the shows are set to debut in 2019 and will feature a live band accompanying vocals from Winehouse's original recordings. According to her father, all proceeds from the concerts will benefit the Amy Winehouse Foundation. So I'm kind of curious just to toss around this idea of hologram tours, hologram performances, and what that means for us as fans, what that means for the music industry. Um, 
and just I don't know like the first major time it was used was uh, 2012 Coachella and um, that was Tupac that was on stage as a hologram and something funny that was in uh, the, that was also around this article was um, Tyler the Creator's quote on Twitter about his experience with this Tupac hologram and um, he he says quote that Tupac blank was scary it wasn't even cool or like OMG that blank is scary as blank I'm getting another nightlight blank that so, <laughs> just remind you we can't swear on this podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. like do we do we do we feel that way like what's what's the idea about how like I don't even know how I feel about hologram performances like I can't imagine what that's like I don't know like videos I've seen are so realistic and I just don't know if that's like is that a good one? like is it I don't know my first experience with holograms was Hannah Montana <laughs> she had a hologram of herself with herself on stage and that in itself is like weird uh, during her one of her tours I don't know which one it was or Miley Cyrus knew she knew this was gonna happen <laughs> Yeah, she was just ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, I, oh, I don't, I don't think I like it. I think it. if I was at Coachella Miranda's and I looked up and out. saw Tupac on stage, I'd be very... Con I'd, it'd be cool, but it'd be like, oh, that's weird. I don't know. How realistic did it look? It looked like, it, like from the video at least, like... Mm -hmm. It was by no means a professional video, but I mean, it was like someone was standing there on a solid base with their iPhone, like recording it, mm -hmm. and it looked like a real person. Oh, like weird. it was, it was like very, dimensionally, yeah, even? Like, yeah, like ooh. it was, it was very weird. I mean, like, and granted, these things are extremely expensive, but you're mm -hmm. spending like right. half a million dollars to get True. this person's hologram. Like, I don't know, and some of the people that have had them done, like Tupac, obviously, Elvis, Michael Jackson was a big one, um, Easy E. Uh, the gorillas have used it in the live performances. Which is different. It is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, Do they use their, like, anthems or whatever? I yeah, assume I, so, yeah. I think so, something yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> um, Janelle Monet used it for, like, a remote concert or remote appearance with, I think, members of MIA. I'm not 100% sure. Um, mm -hmm. Juan Gabriel, Dio, Roy Orbison, I think is currently, or was recently, um, having a hologram tour. But, um, so, I don't know. I, I remember... There was a bunch of buzz about the potential of a Prince hologram being yeah. used. Did that actually happen? Was yeah, Justin Timberlake did there it. There was. Yeah, it was at okay. the Super Bowl, I believe. Yeah, it? I think so. And I, I just remember that people felt really strongly that that wasn't appropriate. Like, mm -hmm. they basically just said, like, I felt really disrespectful. It was kind of, like, tacky. And I sort of agree. I don't really... I just... I don't know. I sort of feel like, <laughs> why? There's, why a, reason, there's a reason specifically why it was disrespectful to Prince. It's because Prince was openly against holograms. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. He said that he would never, like... He said that if, if he was meant to perform with somebody, then he would perform with them. Mm -hmm. So he never wanted anyone to use a hologram of himself. He never wanted to use a hologram of somebody else. Oh. Justin Timberlake I know, that's why I was that's why people were like, Well, did Justin Timberlake just not know that or did he ignore it completely and just like use this yeah. for like his own gain? Which is why it was like disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. And that's um, kinda what they talked yeah. about with um like the uh, Michael Jackson situation too, is that like the people that were doing 
the Michael Jackson hologram shows where like they had the permission of the estate. Like they went through like mm -hmm. the co-executor of, of the whole thing and were like, hey, this is what we want to do. This is how we're going to do it. And like, I think that's what would make a direct difference between mm -hmm. the Prince yeah. usage and the Michael Jackson usage too. So just, I don't know if you know this, but did Justin Timberlake get permission from Prince's family? I do or? not know. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with that. I feel like his family would say no. Yeah, if, if they knew that he was against, against it. it. Yeah. If his fans Which said say no, even worse. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to use a hologram of your son, cousin, brother, whatever. Right. I, I really... And what you said that her dad said, that was interesting to me. Because I... At first, when you were talking about it, I was like, they're literally just trying to make money off her even after she's dead. Like, yeah. that's super skeevy. Yikes. But the fact that the money is going to her foundation, hmm. that's a Makes little a better, little yeah. But yeah. I still, I, I'm kind of just like, find another way to do it, man. I don't know, like, she's dead. <laughs> just yeah. let her be dead. Don't. Like, yeah, like, I think that's the creepy part about it, is yeah. that, like, like, these people have passed away, and you're like, yeah, like, it rest. looks like a real person on stage, like, I don't like that. Yeah, and then, I then like just it. Mm -hmm. it was me. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, let me rest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, they said rest it. in peace. This is the yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I don't know. I could see some music purists where they're like, "Why would I uh -huh. go see some fake pure person?" Yeah, that's like, th exactly. Like, what are you getting out of that experience? Why are you yeah. watching like a digital Amy Winehouse? Yeah, basically sway because I imagine right. they're not gonna ever like bop around the stage like. Yeah. It'd be exciting, but it'd be weird. Yeah, it would just be... I think it would be so strange. It would be like an uncanny uncanny valley kind of thing for me. It's like, this is yeah. too real, and she's dead, <laughs> yes. so I really don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, and then something else that was also in an article on Mike.com was, talked about how one of the most popular musical artists in Japan was or is a, a d digitally created person. What? Or perhaps character. Do they look like a real person or is it it's, like cartoonish? It's kind of cartoonish. Like it, like if you Google search the name is it's Hatsune Miku. Okay. And if you do the Google search it's kind of like reminiscent of an anime character, but at the same time they have like like full like music videos and things like that yeah. in which like it the, the character kind of takes on more of like a human kind of look. And in like the 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 exact, I guess, what they call it is a digitally synthesized voice encapsulated in a crowd-sourced humanoid persona. <laughs> so, like, what? like, this character... So do like, people go to concerts, like, specifically yeah. for this character? Yeah, I believe yes. so. And it was, like, all, like, hologram-type base, like, video boards and things like that. And this person, or this character, was like, the number one artist in Japan for, <laughs> a, like, a period of time. Granted, some of this info is, like, from a couple years old, so it's probably different now. But like, mm -hmm. I like like I'm like. Do we think virtual characters are going to be like impactful in the music scene eventually? Like, I don't like this. I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> don't. Like it. You're gonna be like very visibly. I'm really uncomfortable with it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Robots are already making like blue collar workers obsolete. So I don't love the idea of like Seriously? any digitally enhanced yeah. people. Taking the place of artists, yeah. like I just I don't know. They argued that would happen with actors too. And yeah, it really hasn't. So yeah. that's true. I just like uh, realistic I just don't like it. Like yeah. just have a person do it. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like it, it. I think it plays into a weird idea of like beauty standards. It's like let's make yeah. the, the ideal pop star. Let's 
I just don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I would agree. And it's like, I don't think anybody that's like, like, other than like your most iconic artists are going to get these like hologram yeah. tours. So like, I don't think you're just like run of the mill, like top 40 artists. Like, I don't think they have to be concerned that yeah. a robot or slash virtual hologram character, whatever, is going to be like taking over their position. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's just, it's it's kind of weird. Like the the future is now, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> Keep an eye out, guys, because there's probably gonna be a Kanye West hologram. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining us. Thanks to WCRX. Columbia College's radio station, letting us use their equipment. Thanks for to Frequency TV for our partnership. Um, and we hope you all have a lovely day. We'll see you back here in two weeks. We're going to talk about Halloween stuff next episode. Yeah.